Wednesday to you. Yeah. Wanted to have a quick talk with you about life. Not a new concept, but certainly one that we all have the privilege of dealing with every single day. Until we don't. And I just got some news yesterday that uh, one of the guys in the company I work for had a seizure on an airplane. And they had to divert the flight and admit him to the hospital and put him in a medically induced coma. He's intubated. And he's I think in his mid twenties. Yeah, twenty four, twenty five, maybe twenty six. But he just happens to be at a hospital near me. And I think it just puts things in perspective. That life is precious. Right? The good times are precious. And number one, nothing lasts forever. But number two, you got to make the most of it. Now, I'm certain he's going to make a full recovery, he'll be fine. The hospital he's in is a phenomenal hospital, so he's in great hands. More importantly, he's in God's hands. But, you know, it always seems to be times of tragedy that we we put our focus on how blessed we all are. And we need to do a better job of focusing on how blessed we are when things are great, right? If you wake up this morning, you should thank God, right? If you're, you have electricity in your house, you know, you've got heat, you've got air conditioning, you've got running water, if you have coffee to drink, even though it may be shitty ass Folgers is all you have left. Be grateful for it. Right, we spend far much, far too much time focusing on the things that we don't have or the things that could be better. Instead of just dumbing it down and simplifying it a little bit, focus on what you do have and being grateful and thankful for it. Right, so when you get up this morning, you know, tell those that you love, tell them you love them. Show them you love them. 
hug them a little bit longer. Have a little more patience with them. All right, for those of you with kids, it's easy to lose patience with kids. God knows I've done it many, many times. And I always try to catch myself before it happens. But a lot of times I fail. Right? If you find yourself slipping up or losing patience with your kid, admit it. Apologize. Hug him again or her, her again. Right? The rule in, in our house is every single morning, I tell all four of my kids and my wife that I love them. Hugging a kiss every single morning. And every single day that I get home from work, it's the same thing. And every night that I put them to bed, it's the same thing. And it may sound cheesy. It may sound cliche. But one of those times go to hug and kiss your family. One of those times will be the last time. It'll be today. It'll be a hundred years from now. But eventually the end will come. It is a 100% certainty. And I think when you meet people in life, those who seem to carry a little extra weight on their shoulders, those that seem to have an anchor kind of tied around their neck, tend to be the ones that have some sort of regret. You know, some sort of insecurity. Maybe it was a argument they had talk to the parent in years, and then the parent dies. And you spend the next 40 years of your life dwelling on that. That you never, you know, righted the wrong, or you never buried the hatchet, cleared the air. And maybe some of you deal with it at work. And maybe you've got a boss or a co-worker or a subordinate that you, know, you may have wronged. Right? Maybe you didn't do what you say you were going to do. Maybe you, maybe you blatantly lied to them. Maybe you're a compulsive liar and you don't even realize that you lied to them. Or maybe you're not paying attention to the words that you say or the actions and the things that you do. You've got to bury that hatchet. You've got to own up to it. Because it will eat you alive. Right? And you hear that a lot, you know, with, with cancer and just illness as a whole. Right? Regret, remorse. It will literally kill you. You gotta, you gotta wipe the slate clean. And do all you can you know, to earn forgiveness, gain forgiveness, but most importantly, give forgiveness. You've got to master the skill of forgiving.
if shit happens. Intentionally, unintentionally, but you gotta forgive. And obviously if you're a Christian, you know that. Quite frankly, I don't care what religion or non-religion or alien you believe in, robots, you got to learn to forgive. You actually have to master that skill. All right, take the hit, take the blow, forgive and move on. And if someone doesn't forgive you or someone can't get over your actions, then you've got to accept that. You can't carry it with you. Because, again, that, that's no good is ever going to come from that. You know, take, take a little extra time. Again, for those of you with kids, get them involved in, you know, sports, activities, band, choir, dance, whatever. And volunteer. Right? Help coach the team. Baseball season here in Virginia. And there is no greater time than when kids are kids to coach their sports. Get involved. Even if you don't know what you're doing. Do it anyways. Because it's not about being the best baseball expert, basketball expert, best athlete. It's about quality time with the kids. We all have busy schedules. We all work. We all have other obligations. But the way I see it, the way I explain it to parents that I know, if you could coach you know, your child's team, and let's say they have three practices a week, you know, three two-hour practices, what other time would you get six hours of no other responsibility than spending time with your kid and the kids on that team. And that's six six free hours a week that work can't bother you, politics can't bother you, and any other bullshit going on in the world can't even bother you. you know, plus it brings back a lot of childhood memories. With my boys getting them, you know, big league chew and sunflower seeds, showing them a thing or two. Right? There's a, there's a challenge that I have for all my teams that as I'm throwing batting practice, I make it a game, make it fun. Let them see you in a vulnerable light. I guarantee it'll last forever. Guarantee. When I pitch batting practice to these guys, they can hit me with a baseball. They get a slurp. I want to see kids get excited, especially your kid or the other kids on the team when they hit the coaches or hit your, your son's parent. Sometimes we'll do you know, parents versus kids. Time. The 
parents will drop down and give, you know, 10, 20 minutes. You want to see kids laugh? Seeing their parents getting dirty? Doing exactly what they're doing. And it's a good lesson for leadership. I think far too many quote-unquote leaders, they, they claim to be an expert. They claim that they want to hear honesty and transparency. And sadly, there's only a select few that actually have the balls or the spine to speak the truth and tell them when something's a bad idea or at least challenge it, poke holes in it. Not in a negative way, in a positive way. And what happens is those leaders will say one thing, their actions will lead to something else, and then they'll end up saying the polar opposite. And we all see it all the time. In front of the masses, they'll say one thing, but behind closed doors, it's something else. Right? It's kind of like, you know, one of the things that Nate and I firmly believe is, you know, who are you when when no one's watching? We've talked about it in other podcasts. You know, it's easy to be the fun guy, the nice guy, when you're in a public domain. Right, when the cameras are on. But what are you when the cameras are off? Right, my wife mentioned, you know, the whole Instagram thing and the phoniness, fake stuff that's on there. And I agree with her. And you can pick out the very, very few genuine people. Very, very few. The people that don't give a fuck. I think I'm one of those people. Not that I don't give a fuck. I don't really care what people think. Right, especially those that you know, disagree or try to bring people down. You give two shits. But that takes time. Right, I wasn't always that way. It takes time. But I think that leads to something else. It's the importance of trusting your instincts, trusting your gut, right? Your gut can lead you astray, can lead you in the right direction. So what? Deal with it. Deal with the consequences. Go with your gut. Surround yourself with people that aren't afraid to challenge you, right? You want people that agree with you, right, and that you agree with that you get along with, people that you have that bond, that brotherhood with. But at the same time, what human beings on earth fight more with each other than siblings? Knock down, drag out walls. Because they're honest with each other. They're real with each other. There's no filters. The cameras are not on. And that's what you need in the workplace. And when you have people around you that tell you you are wrong, it is a superficial. There's a, there's a difference between 
Surrounding yourself with people that will speak the truth. And when I say speak the truth, it's just honesty. You know, the truth is always going to be that person's truth. But everybody's truth is not always going to be the same. But there's a big difference between those people, people that you trust, the people that you would give all for, the people that look, you know, they're, they're, they're watching your six. They're checking off your blind spots. They're trying to help you, truly help you. Not say they're helping. They show that they're helping, day in and day out. Do they make mistakes and fuck up? Absolutely. Do you crucify them for it? Fuck no. It's the opposite. You celebrate that. Honestly. Hey, dude, you fucked up there. But thank you. I love you for it. Right? Because the, the intent is there. You've got to have the intent. You've got to have the will. The flip side is the other end of the spectrum. Which, unfortunately, most people, especially leaders, fall into. And it's the people that will try to turn turn others against you, right? They'll try to you know, put their hands in the pot and just stir it up and just fuck it all up and cause chaos. And generally, it's because of their insecurities. It really has nothing to do with you. It's like children. Right? It's children will call you, you know, they'll call the children fat, ugly, stupid, you know, whatever, all kinds of shit. You're poor, you're basic, right? All this dumb shit. And as adults, it's easy for us to just kind of dismiss that. Oh, come on. They don't mean that. Or they're only saying that because... That's what they think of themselves, right? When a girl tells another girl she's fat, you know, probably 10 times out of 10, the girl that said it is actually the one that thinks she's fat. But why, why does that continue beyond childhood? Right, have you ever noticed that you could be dealing with, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60-year-old, grown-ass people that do the same shit. Right? They do the same shit. They have the same insecurities as a 13-year-old girl. And we're talking about grown-ass men here. Again, the people who say that they care about you. They say they want transparency. They say... That they don't want people to talk shit about them behind their back. Right? Because it's weak. But those are the same fucking people that go and do the same exact thing. Right? They say it, and then they do the opposite. They say, don't talk shit about people behind their back. Then they'll go talk shit about people behind their back. I, I don't know who who said it, but you know you see it around a lot. I've heard it a lot. It's been a lot of books, a lot of social media, whatever, for years. And it's yeah, something along the lines of you know when you're when your top employees, your top leaders, your most passionate people become silent, you lost, right? Because as a leader, you want people around you. They're going to question you. They're going to trust you, but they're going to verify. 
Kids are the same way. And I admit, I'm not the best at it. I lose patience with, especially my, my boys for some reason. I don't know what it is. I'm definitely, I'm definitely harder on my boys. A little more protective of my girls. You know, a little more strict. But that's just because I know what shitheads middle school and high school boys can be. I know where their mind is. But with the boys, I'm much, much harder on them. My level of patience is significantly lower. And although I try every single day to focus on that, I still fuck up every single day. I'll admit it, not proudly, but I admit it. We're all, fall, all flawed, right? No one's perfect. But wouldn't it be nice if your leader, your boss, your manager, your owner, your whoever, did the same thing, owned it? All right, you want to get real? Let's get real. That's like the people that, that will start a sentence with you and say, can I be honest with you? Most of us reply, yeah, of course. Some of us get mad at that person. Well, why have they not been honest with me in the past? Why? Why are they holding that back? When really, you need to look at yourself and look at look in the mirror and ask, why? Why would they say that to you? What have you done or not done to make them think that they have to preface a statement like that? Chances are you have fucked up before. Probably multiple times, maybe every time. But you've definitely fucked up. You gotta admit that. You gotta address that. You gotta own it. You gotta say it to the person. Right? Don't just don't own it in silence, right? Don't apologize in silence. Because that doesn't do shit. Again. Are you a helper? Or do you pretend to be a helper? Right? You play one on TV. And there's a big difference there. Big, big difference. It's easy to pretend. Or you can pretend to be anything. I mean, fuck, look how many men are pretending to be women. Now, if you ask them, they truly think they're a woman. They truly think they can have a baby. They can't. They're pretending. And I think that's a that's a critical thing to to know, right? You gotta identify that yourself. You gotta admit that to yourself. And chances are you're not gonna be able to recognize that by yourself. Which is why you can't surround yourself with a bunch of yes men and yes women. You gotta surround yourself with some people that will hold you accountable. Right? When someone tells you something, you gotta you gotta figure out are they being truthful or are they not? And if they're not Unless the person is a compulsive liar, which, again, we all know. If you're a leader, 
people are not being truthful with you, chances are it's your fault. You've got to, you got to fix that. You got to clear that. Right? Look at things objectively, not subjectively, not the way you want to see them. Look at things for what they truly are. It happens all the time, and it needs to end. And the only way it's going to end is if leaders focus on it, read about it, practice it, and get better. But guys, just keep in mind. Life is precious. Life is short. As you get up this morning, as you go to sleep tonight, throughout the day, and throughout all your days, tell me you love them. Forgive people. I don't care what they've done to you. Forgive them. People that work for you, tell them, show them that you appreciate it. Go that extra step to let them know. Give them the credit they deserve. Right? As far as your loved ones are concerned, make that phone call. Make the phone call. Don't shoot a text or an email. Make the phone call. Because you can go see the person in, in person, go do it. Those with kids, spouses, parents, any level. Hug them a little bit longer. And a little more often. Right, don't be the first one to let go. Unless you got somewhere to be. But no, seriously, hug them a little longer, I'll just say it, show it, live it, make sure they know, keep, uh, keep my co-worker and anyone else that's in similar situations, you know, now, future, keep them in your prayers, and use it as a, a platform to focus on what you have. Trees, the sky, every little thing, clothes, a bed, a roof over your head. Appreciate life just a little bit more. It's just contagious. God bless you guys. Thank you all for your support. And as always, we appreciate you. God bless you guys. Thank I know you're clinging to the light of day To tell you everything's a-okay And medication don't do much Yeah, it just numbs the brain Yes, you might say I'm a little intense on the bright side of being hell-bent So, take it from me, you're not the only one Who can't see straight